Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly and we are back with Julia. She's here. I'm so glad to be back, guys. I was so sick last week from my second COVID-19 dose. And so. you had a and you were also in Portland where you lost power for two days. So there was a lot going on. So much going on, but I'm super happy to be back. Um, very excited to talk about this episode. This was a really fun episode. Yes, I it, believe we're at episode eight. Can you believe eight already? Hometown. It feels so fast. But hometown, thank fast. God. <laughs> I know. We're finally here. About Round two time. of hometowns bringing the families to The Bachelor. Yes, um, hometowns in Nemecolon, where everyone's from. Yeah, <laughs> right. Everyone's just from Nemecolon, actually. Yep. Funny yeah. coincidence that worked out happened. nicely. It just happened that way. <laughs> we start off very strong, like way too strong, because I knew it was gonna all downhill from there with Michelle. Oh yeah. Michelle in first they were matching. I don't know if you caught that. They were wearing the they same were color. Matching. They were in literally the- wearing like periwinkle shirts with black jeans. Yeah, I believe cornflower was a, a color. I I heard thrown around to describe those outfits, which sounds right. That sounds right. Periwinkle's a little too blue. Right, exactly. It was a little more purple tone to that. Very um, great color. They looked great, except matching, too matching. There was a little, yeah, I think that Michelle looked great. I wanted Matt. There there it is. Michelle looked fantastic (laughs) in it. Matt didn't need it. No. need it so they started off with a bike ride and here we see him again he's just got very destructive chaotic energy with things he does we saw it last week we didn't get to chat about this together but with the date the drag race date with where you're not you know drifting yeah. date yeah. where you're supposed to evade the obstacles and he like destruction derby them <laughs> We saw him flip the ATV with Brie. Yeah. He is, and then he's like starting to like, talks about like running friends off with their bikes and hitting them. And he's like bumping up against, but Michelle's almost falling. Like, what is with that? What are you doing? Are you 12? I think it's definitely like his way of, I don't know, like he's uncomfortable or something. And he's trying to just like assert himself in a unique way. It's kind of like how Serena um Serena P she she has that weird sarcastic catch Mm -hmm. to her that I feel like she does that because she thinks she needs to it's like a way for her to like stand out or something yeah and that just like kind of plays this weird like playful I don't know what it is but like low-key annoying brother type yeah it's annoying (laughs) brother energy yeah 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 that's very accurate He's douchey though so like it tracks because yeah. I feel like he just he's got that athlete vibe to him where he just wants to prove himself and yeah really- I feel like he's like two steps away from like slamming his head into a wall and crushing a beer can with like oh 100 percent yeah yeah and screaming like that's like Rah! like that's what that energy feels like to me and I don't like it it stresses me out it's also like you can tell he's the bystander with his douchey friends who do things like that and he's just picked up on like micro levels yeah. of kind of behavior so he just does it like I feel like Tyler C would do something stupid like that and he'd think it's funny very much so it's very bro energy 
I don't like it. She's so, she like, this whole date, even with the bike riding, I was like, she's so much better than him. That's the, that's what, I mean, my, was going to be my conclusion at the end of this date was she's way too good for him. He should pick her, obviously, but like, she's way better than him. Yeah, I agree. So then we go to the classroom, this little auditorium that is opens they go come in and it's her zoom class right with her students and this is the first time I felt like old school bachelor episode like tugging at the heartstrings in the cheesy way like I haven't felt a pain any emotion other than frustration and anger this season so this is the first time I felt like my cold dead heart melts a little bit it was cute it was cute um Matt's was very evasive to all their questions. I, if I was a kid, I would have picked up on that right away. Cause they didn't seem that young. They weren't like six. Like, I don't know if they said what grade they were. Yeah. I think that maybe six, maybe fifth. I don't know. Yeah. They, I was going to say they seem like fourth or fifth graders to me. Yeah. I don't know why some of his responses were a little weird. Like, yeah, um, like, especially have you kissed? Right we're holding hands like what does that even mean and and then like later when Michelle mentions to her dad that he wants to create some sort of like hydro energy thing for kids to learn about like environmental care or something like the way he interacted with her students was as if he's never like he doesn't interact with kids at all which is weird because he he does he does he works with kids every day right I don't know what like nervous energy about it like he's trying super hard like he I just talking about kids I said super instead of like really fucking or hella hard (laughs) horrible like I just reverted to my own like child talking to yourself kids right now but like his version of that is to talk to them all like they're five when they're not you know he's one of those people who talks to kids too young he like they're too right. young he like talks down to kids rather totally. than getting on their level kind of thing yeah so I would be interested to see him like how good is he at leading these doors like I don't know about that um but yeah so it was really cute um definitely they have like a little picnic yeah towards they talk whatever but really the meat of the episode is when we get into her family her parents are fantastic. Um, They're so sweet. Her dad's name is Ephraim Young. And if that ain't like the wisest sage name I've ever heard in my entire life, I don't know what it is. Ephraim. Ephraim. I love it. Like, wow. Poetic even, you know? It sounds, yeah, he sounds like a politician. He sounds so wise. Right. <laughs> like, I would take advice from Ephraim. Totally. Um, But they keep alluding, like, and great talk just really supportive very much like you know we worry about you but we trust you you know what's like you're a grown woman you've been through shit two years ago they keep talking about something that happened two years ago we never find out what happened two years ago and I don't know if they're intentionally not explaining it because it's something they don't want to put on tv like calling out names or anything getting too specific or if like Michelle's talked about it and it's just not been aired right with this season it's hard to say did they keep is it about her ex that's what it sounded like yeah I think that they were just like maybe trying to be yeah I don't know just 
the internet was very mad saying, wow, you can show us all this, but we didn't even get to see this backstory. I'm like, well, she might not have said it, you know? They might not have. It's very, like, to me, it's like when you're on TV and you're talking to your daughter about- It felt intentionally to me. Yeah, right. And it like, why, why would there be this need to like share more than that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we don't, can you be curious? Sure. But it's not something to be angry about not knowing because maybe it's just none of our goddamn business. And it also, maybe it's super, like, it's not that relevant. Like she was in a bad relationship. Yeah. Like as simple as that, you know, it happens. Maybe there's just not that much to say. Yeah, totally. You know, but they clearly understood each other, which is what matters. Like clearly they had an understanding, like you've been through a lot. That was really hard for us to watch, but we trust you. We think you've whatever. And it was great. They went and played a pickup game of basketball. Just a fantastic date. I actually made a little note of when all the girls were asked, what do you like about him by their parents? Their answers. Michelle's was, he works with kids, the hydroponic garden stuff like that. He just, she said, doesn't walk the walk. He actually does something about it. You know, Rachel's she likes about him that he has no red flags and he said he'd be sad if she died that's what I got from her reason she's like oh my god when I like crashed which is jumping in he like was really sad like it's like you might die and that would be sad I'm like that's your reason for liking him not a good one Michelle had a tangent is the only one with a tangible thing oh totally with something that like she actually we could actually see how she's gotten to know him as opposed to like Rachel, who's just like, oh, what kind of conversations have you even had? If the biggest thing to you is that the day that (laughs) That, what happened that afternoon, right? Which is like, who wouldn't say something, right? That's the thing. Also that conversation we'll talk about later and we talk about Rachel and his Mm -hmm. date, but like after she falls and, or she lands poorly because she's an idiot yeah she literally he the the his talk about like like him trying to make it romantic my eye rolling in the back of my head during this entire that entire sequence was insane um but we we're gonna have to really dive into that one (laughs) when we get to it but Bree's Bree had one that was decent she said he makes me feel seen not tangible but something at least about their relationship and Serena P said he ticks all the boxes never a good one no not a good one but just one little note there um Michelle after her she talks to her parents and gets a little alone time with Matt says that she's falling in love with him and he kisses her he does not say anything back no which he did to Rachel yep which is pretty much a clear sign (laughs) Clear indication how things. You no, know, if we didn't have it enough confirmed by Chris Harrison going to bat for her, um, here's our. It's I think this clear. hometown episode really told us everything. Totally. Um, because now we can get into Rachel's date. Oh God. Which okay, so hometowns are supposed to be like about you know your hometown, you know, growing up, who you are, where you're from. Now. Rachel is from Cumming, Georgia, so maybe that's why she thought maybe we should just pretend this isn't a hometown date and I'll take you skydiving because because <laughs> my hometown sucks. My and hometown all, is racist. Like we're all racist. Capital of Georgia, apparently. 
also it's named coming which really i keep i'm like is how is that not a bigger conversation right. here how have, has no one else made fun of that yet right she should have just been like so we're gonna go to corporate america <laughs> let's try to find a walmart that would have been good or yeah. she could have said i'm from coming georgia my town coming so you know what we gotta do <laughs> just we if you want to go just, she just saying she just, just said fantasy suites a little earlier she had a prime opportunity yeah she really she did. missed and instead she chose to jump out of a plane and not follow the instructions so she landed on her face so she could have a damsel in distress moment i'm not saying she did that on purpose <laughs> not what i'm saying i'm saying no. she might have there's a reason and it would have worked yeah um she greets matt and blindfolds him which yeah. is very creepy i mean i loved the tweets saying get out vibes all throughout her date her entire oh. date they're like it's get out it's get out i'm just like the whole date was terrifying that's awful i hate a blindfold like, that's scarier wow. than skydiving <laughs> especially for matt who clearly just is an adrenaline junkie yeah right so she knew the way to his heart was to have one of those dramatic adrenaline-filled experiences. So yep. somehow production gave her the budget to go skydiving. And she straps herself to a 12-year-old boy and jumps out of a plane. <laughs> Did you see? He's literally looked so young. Yeah, you're right. He looked really young. Which just makes me think <laughs> of the times where I'm like, honestly... I've had doctors who look that young and it's been unsettling when I go into an operating room and like I walk in and I see like Doogie fucking Hauser come in and I'm like, <laughs> girl, this doesn't add up. <laughs> I don't want you operating on my pelvis. The way you're looking at my x-ray right now is unsettling. Yeah, right. Maybe it's because you look 14 and you're staring at my pelvis, but <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. This is <laughs> That's the vibe I got from that. Where it's like clearly qualified, but you just can't. You can't no, when you see. I wouldn't trust it. I would get up there and be like, "Actually, I'm not scared. I'm only scared because it's you." I would say, "Um, Matt, we're trading." Yeah, we're trading. Because <laughs> Matt had like the, a guy who looked plenty fine. I didn't. You didn't get very many shots of them. But. Maybe that's why Rachel landed poorly. It's not just because of her, but her instructor. I don't think so, though. I think it was probably size. Oh, he's smaller and she's smaller. So she got the smaller guy kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's the re and I also don't actually think he did anything wrong. Yeah. You she can't, if she, cause what happens is when there's like, we saw Matt land properly on his ass because when you come to the ground and you're strapped to someone else, you can't land on your feet. You will no. die. You will do what she did yeah. and eat shit. It's like when you, your front tire on a bike has like something go through the spokes you just yeah. keel over that's what happened right. she landed yeah. on her feet first and then you fall face first because okay. of that and there's yeah. a guy a, like 14 pound boy strapped to your back right so people are like oh my god the man fell on her and she landed face first i'm like she landed feet first and then face first no totally she had I a child strapped to her back i rewatched it to see exactly what happened because i'm like i need to know yeah like what this play-by-play -play was like and I saw her feet go first exactly so, and like he yeah. he can't make no like 
you can't hear anything either so it's like it wasn't his fault and he can't really see what's happening no well and if the legs in front of you are gonna going down and you're trying to get her to sit up like her legs are going between your legs down there's nothing you can do so yeah and they kind of side tumbled too Mm -hmm. but yeah clearly there was a little editing involved too because suddenly she doesn't have a man a boy strapped to her back and matt james is coming and pulling her up he's all running rachel rachel in the dramatic <laughs> shot ridiculous because clearly she's been um detached from her skydiving right, partner right exactly a medic has clearly come in first because they know right. that they are liable right like, yeah exactly you're like people are and talking like, all- oh my god why where was the medic it's like they didn't show it because they wanted to show Matt coming and doing the hero run, Rachel, and then having that stupid fucking moment where he looks at her. It reminds me of every go- actor I know when they pre- they're like decide in a random moment that they're gonna do a bit and like be really genuine and sincere with you. I don't know if this is a normal experience for most people. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's so. not relatable, but I've had that happen like so many times where guys like you just suddenly like in a conversation see a moment where they like the joke is gonna be that they say something really serious and intense to you. And it feels like a bit <laughs> because right. it is a bit. Totally. Yeah, no, and it's 100%. ridiculous. That's the whole bit is it's absurd. Yeah. But that's what he tried to do and play it serious. Like, yeah, actually. Well, it was so dumb, too, because she, like, he comes up to her at first, and she's, like, her hair is, like, a rat's nest, and she's really, like, you can tell that she's fine, because she's, like, I have so much, like, grass and shit in my mouth. Yeah, she's literally talking about how her hair's fucked up. Right, and that she has, like, stuff in her mouth, and this is the thing, is, like, I don't think Matt James has a great sense of humor, because I think she was trying to be funny, like, wow, I have all this grass and shit in my mouth. And he was all, oh, you have grass and shit in your mouth. <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, I don't think that it was like, no, she's trying to it. play it off like it was no big deal. Yeah, but he's play all cool. And like, he's like, <laughs> and it's just like, you don't get the humor. I call it the slapped in the face face with like a certain actor, specifically, actually, I know. Where yeah. suddenly when you can tell they're doing like a serious acting because they look like someone just slapped them in the face and they're shocked. Oh, totally. They're, all... they're just shocked. The shock face. What? The kind of dope. Well, you know, Rachel, when you fell and you weren't moving, I just, I saw, I saw her life. I was like, like, what if I never see her again? Like, That's totally what he just did. Yeah. What would I do? I don't know what my life could be without you. And she's like, I just met you six weeks ago. Literally. And that's the thing is she's, she's like, the girl who cried on night one. I was like, I'm so emotional. So she's perfect to be the one recipient of this because she feeds it. She's like, he's so sweet and sincere. And I'm like, I don't think you like him. I just, no. everything about this is, and I guess that's more moving forward we get there so this is the cheesy shitty hated it i did enjoy watching the replay of her eating shit that was fun yeah but like call me mean whatever i don't feel bad for her i don't either i mean she's she said her back for hopefully it wasn't it's not falling from the sky so literally well that like 
the sad thing about it too is like my brother is a paratrooper and one of his first night jumps where you literally have to jump on your own and it's like pitch black and you just land the best you can they're all trained to obviously like try to land on their butts and the one of his first one the only girl like in his whole like troop that were doing it she broke both her legs when she landed because she landed poorly but it's like it was dark it was nighttime yeah there's Way There's so much more going on there. So I don't know why I was reminded of that when I was watching Rachel. And I'm like, this is pathetic because you- You didn't even break your legs. You didn't even break- You didn't fucking break your legs. You're fine. You're fine. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, makeup does a lot. But girl, calm. Like the bruises, you can't see the bruises. I'm like, yeah, you fell on your face. You're going to have a bruised like nose. Like my puppy did Oh more my damage. God. Yeah, that was so stupid when she was talking to her mom. She was all, mom, this is like- this is serious. Like, her mom was right laughing now. at her. She was like, "Yeah, literally." And she I, okay. Let's dive into this ask, section. She literally had to ask her mom to be serious. She's like, "No, mom, I'm serious. Like, I had to put so much makeup on my face because, like, you can't see this, but there are so many bruises." And then her mom's like, "Wait, are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm fine." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, bitch, what?" I'm fine. He was so sweet. Like, he told me that he would be super sad if I die. <laughs> literally, that's exactly how that conversation went. So yeah, because like, so get out happens matt comes in to meet the parents and trinity who we don't who gets zero screen time and you know she's pissed oh 100 sis trinity i almost said little sister but i actually don't know um anyone who names their kid trinity i'm sorry it's like a such a I'm, it just sounds like a redneck name it makes me just think bible study <laughs> Yeah, literally. It, but it also makes me think of trailer park boys. So that's why I'm like. Mm, see, I have bib trad trauma, like burned into my, and the trad, the tra- by the tradition. There's Trinity. something about those T words and all that stuff that just fruit, like takes me to a place. Well, yeah. And like, you probably, it probably went over your head, but like the Holy Trinity, duh. No, that's so, what of course, I in your mind. Like, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, that's why you feel that way. I'm aware of the yeah, Holy no. Trinity. But for a second there, I was thinking about what Bibtrad stood for. And I just realized it didn't stand for Trinity, even though for some reason in my head, I was like, no. wait, that's not related. No, not at all. It was traditions, not Trinity. <laughs> in my to head, clarify, it stood for Trinity. To clarify for everyone, this was a class we were forced to take at. I was university. told it was world religions when I was debating about going to the college. Oh, yes. I they lied that. to me. It turns out it was Bible study. Fuck yeah, you, UP. You could suck my dick. That's like a very cultish thing Alumni. to do. I'm pretty sure I was told the same thing because I remember when I was They're like, lying sacks of shit. I remember when I was touring the school, they were like, oh yeah, world religions is an option for a theology class. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine then. You know, I have to take three of them. At least yeah. one, one can be world religions. No. Confusing. Sorry, nothing makes me more angry than talking about University of Portland. No, I know. Same here. Let's move on. I think we, we all, have I think to we move on might. from Trinity. Um, to <laughs> her mom, um, who sits down with her first and is like, "Oh my God, you went skydiving hours ago without me," which I thought was kind of funny. I in that moment, I was like, "Your mom, I, I, I can't. I don't like your mom because I know more about your mom than I should." Yeah. Totally. But in that moment, I was like, kind of like her mom, especially because she laughed at Rachel. I was like, "She's roasting Rachel. This is fantastic." 
Totally. But unfortunately, that's just not the case in reality. Um, yeah. Matt James sits down with her father, who is drinking some sort of like vodka soda. Was it like to yeah, some was sort it, of boozy drink out of a little straw? I think it was like a vodka Red Bull or something because it looked like the color of red. Mm, Bull. Maybe a vodka Red Bull. He was. It felt like he was drinking a lot. <laughs> It did. I got like like I kept seeing different glasses and drinks. Yeah. It felt like, but also that could be cutting it in certain ways. Totally. Um, but he gives Matt like the kind of tough dad talk, and then he gives the same kind of tough dad talk to Rachel, where he's like saying things. He's like, "I trust my daughter, support my daughter," but then at the same time, he's like, "You can't. It's too fast." No, you can't feel that. You have other women here. You can't feel that for more than one woman. Nope, not possible. Right. Like that kind of shit is just very icky. We of course have one father that's like that. Yeah, and that's the thing is normally you get like two, but this was really only the one. Only the one hometown felt like that, like creepy, like old school, like parents. like Shotgun dad, but like- Exactly, shotgun dad. dad. Yeah. And- Rachel is very into the like concept very concerned about him getting permission her father's permission which in itself is like I was so glad Matt didn't do that with all the parents that's so gross I hate when they do it like I don't like the concept in the first place but let alone when they make the bachelor ask four sets of parents like it's so yeah it's inappropriate because like I mean, if you want to do something like that, as weird as it sounds, it should be taken very seriously. And I liked that Matt told her, I'm not going to do that when I have other women on the line yeah. and I have, you know, other people to think about. Like, I'm not going to tell four parents that I, you know, want to get their blessing. It's just, I, I appreciated him for that honesty, but it was very, like, she it wasn't like surprising. It. it wasn't surprising to me that she was upset by that. But I feel like we haven't seen that side of her come out because every time we see her, like, in her talking heads or with him, the weird, like, Bible Belt slash Southern mentality, it's, like, not quite there. And then in this moment, I was like, oh, she's very traditional and, like, her family's well, very Well, I don't even think it's that. I don't, I don't buy any of what she's selling honestly I think she's trying to win and she knows that they have to get the parents permission that's part of the show yeah I guess you're right that's what I read but I mean I think there's maybe also elements of that but I think overall like the whole episode what I would like and the whole season with her I've has felt like strategic moves at every place every step of the way even her talking to her mother yeah like with the what do you like well, what do you like about Anne? Like, are there any red flags? She's like, no, that's what's crazy. There are no red flags, which I'm like, first of all, no red flags is a red flag. You don't know him. That's what you're you saying. Yeah, you're and you should always you like know him. You can't list one thing about him. Right. And he couldn't yeah. say anything about you. Also, I don't know, the concept of like, I feel like red flags that like, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, symbol or just like, concept about relationships has been so overused and like what does it even mean at this point because people say it so casually and then other times it's just like taken really seriously it's such a kind of dumb question it's like why don't you just ask 
what it is about your relationship that you really like that's unique that you haven't had in previous relationships or like what do you know about him what does he like to do don't ask like if your kid's going on a show and they've only been with somebody for a few weeks the questions are about who he is as a person yeah because like, red flags what's wouldn't necessarily emerge by now so no. that's and not also, a relevant question everybody has like issues in so 72 if- hours you've spent together maximum I think it's a generational thing too like I know that our parents are very critical come from a very critical generation of like always trying to find the like wrong things about somebody and you know so hopefully that shifts in the conversation accent thank you I don't know where it came from or why it was necessary (laughs) enjoy it I just like I'm going off on a tangent now but I feel like hopefully the millennial and Gen Z family dynamics change a little bit with relationships. I think we saw that literally with Brie. We did see it with Brie. Which is actually a really great segue. Um, Yeah. Pretty much. Let me see if there's anything else I have to say about Rachel. Not really. Um, Just that she, every response she has feels canned to me. That's kind of how I could sum it up. Yeah, I agree with that. And you asked me when I was watching it if I caught some sort of weird name. Thank you. Oh my God, I almost forgot. I didn't catch it. I heard him say babe. I heard him say like, love you, babe. I haven't had but a like, chance to go rewatch it. So I didn't really hear it. like, I could have you think you heard. I thought I heard and now I can't remember because as I was trying to type it out, I like got distracted and then forgot which one it was. It was either mommy or mama. Oh. Like when he was saying like, the final words to Rachel and they were like standing up he's like all right mama see that's when I heard babe I heard babe in that moment that's creepy too so you know what a little different whatever it was we heard something unsettling and creepy no I I think that that's also like just hopefully a weird generational thing too I don't know. Well, Dad, I think it's a weird patronizing thing to your adult daughter, you know? I was going to say, it's like, it's from the era of, like, men really not understanding feminism at all. Yeah, it's like calling her little missy. Yeah, or sweetheart. But, like, yeah. not in a, like, like, not in, like, an endearing way, but a, like, belittling, patronizing. Exactly, except he chose words that felt, feel like words that are even not supposed to be used in that way. That's the, the manner felt like he said missy. But what he said is what is like babe or mommy or mama, whatever way it's not great. Oh man, yeah. Um, thank you for being on the lookout for that. <laughs> yeah, One day I will go back and rewatch with subtitles to find out what it was. Yeah. Um, Brie though, moving on to Brie. So her date portion is pretty much not eventful. They, she's like, you took me ATV, whatever, flipped me, revenge we're gonna go off-roading yeah and they off-road well the biggest thing I saw here though was that like they're definitely a little bit behind compared to at least Michelle and Rachel Serena's definitely behind as well but like in a different way I felt like with Brie like she even mentioned when she was kind of narrating you know the date um that she was hoping it was a chance for them to get to know each other better and, like, I appreciate the honesty. I think that that's, I mean, she's being very real. Yeah. You can tell that that's just not quite there. 
No, well, I, I mean, when you have the first one-on-one too, it's so early, you're still like getting used to the environment. So I feel like a lot of it, what you could be spending the energy getting to know each other is spent being like figuring out the environment and figuring totally. out figuring what to out do. the fact that you're around cameras and that yeah like, you're, this yeah, is both of their first one-on-one dates on bachelor ever and then also a lot of time passes where yeah. and also that's the thing is they didn't have any foundation to build on so it was genuinely a first date whereas when you get a one-on-one later you've been meeting each other 15 minutes here 15 minutes there you've had something so you're not fully starting from scratch whereas when you do it the opposite yeah it's like a lot it seems a lot easier to just slow down because it it's not as normal it's normal to meet a person a few times and then go out on a date exactly yeah yeah totally it was it's inverse of what you theirs was more like a tinder date where you just suddenly have to be on a date together and those first dates are always never good you know they're always something there's weirdness there's stress like it's never going to be a romantic great whirlwind love story totally so yeah so Bree's definitely feeling behind they do the off-roading they do a little picnic and have a chat they have a good talk like they kind of you know they get on the same page talk about how her family and like what she's worried about like having a normal family and whatever somehow it came up um that he's all, I can't remember how it came up but he's always had a job like his whole life and stuff and I, oh, I was yeah. like oh I feel that you know like she no what happened is when they were um ATVing or whatever it was off-roading mm-hmm. she was like uh she asked him she goes oh so you 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 said you've had a job ever since you were like 12 yeah and then he just answered the question so she's good about like remembering things yeah and she's good at dating I feel like she is a really good dater like mm-hmm. that's what makes her so attractive too like you see her and you're like I want to go on a date with this girl I I see that too but I also think she's not she's not good at relaxing opening up being like just letting go taking life not seriously I feel like she's a very serious person yeah and that can be hard I I feel like I don't get the serious impression what I get is that she is just not really the type of person to like date that kind of way I I don't know what it is reserved yeah she but I also feel like she's she like wants to like yeah, she wants to date for a while before she, like, makes any sort of conclusion. She's she very pragmatic me. and, like, thinks things. Yeah, she reminds me a lot of a friend that I have who's actually, like, pretty carefree, but also just super guarded because, she, you know, she's never really had a boyfriend before. And I get that impression from Brie. Like, she she's very much that way. Like, is super down to date and, like, you know, doesn't. Oh, never mind. Not me. Doing that. <laughs> But, like, it's definitely more of a casual dater, and it doesn't, she doesn't really have a lot of serious relationships. I get that impression from, from Brie for some reason. Yeah. And then at the, on the same, like, side of things, I think she's nervous to say and do the wrong things on camera. So yeah. I, I think she might actually, if there weren't cameras, she might be a little bit more. I think so, like too. That. I think, yeah, I think that's where I was coming from with the reserved like I feel like she's thinking through she's considering what's going to be aired she's thinking about it and I also think you know her mother's was 14 when she had her totally and like so it makes sense and the whole situation with her dad it makes sense she would have a harder time letting a new man into her life totally and she's ready she wants to just do something where she can like 
really really get to know him first that's why I'm kind of bummed that they didn't have another one-on-one like she wasn't one of those people with she should have been she yeah. should have had Serena's second one-on-one because she should have because I they, think that would have been great for their relationship it actually I think would have helped them progress and move forward and be in the position they needed to be by hometowns whereas Serena P all it was was identifying the issue right like, it was, was validated the fact that she didn't like him literally but I think okay so like going into the like evening portion for Brie mm-hmm. meeting her family so we had her best friend right her best friend Brie her not best friend Brie, at right? all and then her mom <laughs> Lauren and her baby sister that was fresh she had never met before yeah She'd never met her so cute I feel like we walked into Matt walked into a very mature situation like when I was watching the dynamic of her holding her baby sister and Matt just kind of standing there and like like and he even said in his talking head I'm like I'm just trying to this all in like this is a lot but at the same time I feel like we saw a very big contrast in maturity levels like you had Brie Brie's really young mom and her new daughter and then Brie's best friend and all of them act like five to ten years older than Matt will ever act definitely I was like oh okay I don't ever want Brie to be with Matt like this really showed me that like I don't even care how much I like her (laughs) I don't want her to win this (laughs) and my prediction is she goes home next week but oh yeah totally um, I I I think the writing is on the wall there yeah um but I really loved her mom and all of everything about this evening yeah so this is where this is where we see maybe a different a shift in a generational shift in conversation. It, yes, what we were talking about earlier, where versus the boomer parents versus millennial parents, because her mother, so she was born in eighty two, so which is crazy. She's thirteen, less than thirteen years older than me. Oh my god! Yeah, she's so young. Like I have friends significantly older than her that, right. you know. So it's fast. It is just like the dynamics completely different, but it's fantastic. Watching it feels so healthy. Their conversation was really like sweet and like, cause it's, I guess maybe that's that also that element of being, they grew up together. Totally. So they are also peers in a way, like they can relate. I don't think I could, I couldn't, I know I couldn't have that same conversation, you know, with my mom. Well, and it's not even just like a boomer versus millennial. It's Gen Y. It's all the Gen Y people. Like that's what it is. Like Gen Y parents, like just have this really strict traditional upbringing from their boomer parents that they like carry that with them. Right. With their parents, I don't think the ter- the Gen Y ever comes up. Yeah. Totally, because you don't even think about it. Like, because no, I are, shove them with boomers. What does it even mean to be like Gen Y? You know, no like, idea, even, I feel like it's our parents, right? It is. It's our parents. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they're like, if your parents are on the like the older end, they might be beginning baby boomer. But I just, I yeah, you can totally see that shift, and I think you're right too. It's also the fact that they kind of grew up together and they just have different conversations. Yeah, like you can tell there's like a level of respect there that she has for her daughter that I don't think you usually see and not even like to say like oh these other parents are disrespecting their mothers but there's a very different element of like she has respect for Brie yeah yeah totally. that I don't think we see I think it's rare right it's really rare and it was really lovely 
I think it just totally, it's kind of like last season when Zach, whatever his name is, there were two Zachs, right? Zach. Who yeah, went, but one went, Fartbox Zach went home way early, so he doesn't count. There's no. Winter Zach and Fartbox Zach, so. Fartbox, was that who it was? The, the guy who literally, for his hometown, what was his name? It was not Fartbox Zach, it was Zach. That was Winter. No, no, I know. I know who Zach is. I'm talking about the guy who, the military dude. Oh, Ben. Wait, why were you ben. talking about Zach? Ben, Ben. I kept saying Zach because I thought that was his name. I was so confused. I was like, no, Fartbox Zach was on Claire's season. He didn't even make it. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I just like thought that they were ben, friends with ben. Zach. Because he kind of looks like a Zach. He does look uh, like a Zach. I can see. I, I see where you got that. Yeah. No. So sorry about that. But he, his weird like hometown where he had his two best friends that just like never works out. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his because- sister and Antonia. Oh God. And I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think that it's, <laughs> I think it's because like, if you could put yourself in the bachelor or bachelorette shoes, you're meeting all these like high pressure like people that have you know the traditionally like a big say in a long-term relationship and then one of the three or four brings their best friend and their you know their really young mom or their sister and their best friend and it just like stands out as oh this doesn't feel as serious like this is just not this isn't where this is going you know yeah interesting so that's what I see it as I feel like he was probably also like he hasn't sent Brie home but I can picture that in his head he's like I haven't met like the real deal from her I've just met a best friend and a mom but that's also all she has (laughs) exactly exactly I don't I didn't get that sense at all I got the sense that he had already kind of written her off before this Mm. day started that's what I saw well, yeah, I see that too. I'm just saying, I think that like, that's the, like the mistake on the show is if you don't bring like the yeah. nuclear family, like it's going to stand out. There is a certain, yeah, the nuclear family element of, and even she kind of alluded to it almost before when she's like, you're not going to meet a mom and a dad. Yeah, exactly. And I feel, and he's like, it's fine. It's fine. I don't have that, you know, whatever, but it's like, but then you are going to go and pick Rachel. <laughs> okay or allegedly perhaps we we all know we all know he's picking Rachel right (sighs) you don't have to have a spoiler you just have to have any sort of awareness yeah of the world or the show at all because at this point the I love you's gave it away even if there wasn't this other controversy yeah totally um yeah but it was really sweet her mom was just like you know because Brie was being practical she's like he makes me feel seen, but it's crazy. You know, it's so, it's definitely too fast, all this stuff. Like, I don't feel, I feel like it's too soon to say I'm falling in love with him. And she, her mom was like, you know, crazy things happen, but you know what? And the boat, all you can do is go for it, follow your heart and paraphrasing. She said it way better than I am. But then she did say, and if you're heartbroken, we'll, we'll mend the broken heart together. That is so cute. That's what I was really trying to get to because that was so sweet. It's like, what a great line. What a great quote that everyone's going to refer to now. Oh, I just love lovely, that. Just a lovely little hometown. What a perfect little family. Like a best friend, a mom, and a newborn a baby. A newborn baby sister. 
that's so, so sweet like for me that feels like less pe- pressure that's way better i that's the way thing i was like the two the nuclear family dynamic but it's so bachelor you know what I mean like it's so bachelor so, so of course the American dream like you see the whole the shotgun yep and it's like that's what and I wonder too if there's any sort of producer influence with that because we know that like people are in your ear as the bachelor or bachelorette kind of just oh, like yeah. influencing you and I'm I just wonder if the people like Rachel or you know Michelle kind of are influenced in Matt's mind to be like the perfect girls I don't know yeah well I wonder about the idea of bringing in Michelle late and I feel like it was a very intentional move that they knew how great she was and they and I actually I mean I think he had picked Rachel a long time ago I think he and I think he knew it 100% when Heather came and he said my wife is in that room I think he was specific I think he was referring to Rachel wow that's so interesting like I I heard that somewhere else first and was like it was actually Becca's boyfriends did took over their podcast oh that's the fucking the boyfriends the boyfriend and the husband I love that yeah up on that moment being there like he said my wife is in that room yeah I think he knew exactly which woman was his wife I was like you're right it's so fascinating though like I want to rewatch. I almost want to like rewatch some of these episodes because I can see like where by like default he would pick somebody like Rachel because she's just like the pretty white girl but well, I think even well I think he picked her even earlier but he was more solid on it by then because I think during his date even his first one-on-one with her he said I'm falling in love with you too and he still hasn't said that to anyone else in its hometowns and that was their first date weeks and weeks and weeks ago this is what confuses me and then Michelle came in is I'm just I think that was intentional Holly I'm just like why like what is it because when I watch them together on screen I'm like I see nothing I see nothing well here's the thing and I think moving into Serena P's date, it's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't get what he's, although I do want to say, Bree said she was falling in love with you to Matt, and he said, thank you for sharing. He always said He said, thank you for sharing to I'm falling in love with you. Not a good sign. She Um, probably knows, too. Definitely. Like, wait, how many times has he said that? And probably to how many women? (laughs) So bad. But yeah, like with Serena P, it's the same thing. He says all these things things where he thinks they have this great relationship and I'm watching it. I'm going, where? where? And that's the thing. I don't think he's very attuned to these women. I don't think he, because no. I think Rachel doesn't like him either. I think Rachel and Serena P are the ones who like him the least and they're the ones he seemed to like the most. Oh, I agree. I see that 100% because when I, especially when I watch him and Rachel, like that shopping date, I was like, she is not connecting with him. She's connecting with these clothes. Like, 100%. She, there was no level of like, oh, this relationship is coming first in my mind. And this like fun, extravagant date is second. It was totally flipped, which is not a problem. It's like, cool. If you don't like a guy that much, super fun. You get to go on a shopping date, whatever. Like, I'm not judging her for that, but you can see, you can totally see that. 100%. And it's different when that person doesn't then go on to say oh my god I'm falling in love with you 
on that same date because that's what she said she said that that night in her little fake ass little tearing up little moments that she loves to do so performative to me like just everything about it and it's so insane because I didn't like her from her bio photo yeah you've been spot on because the and first I'm, episode I, I like overwhelmed her. with how validated I've been on that opinion because I thoroughly expected no one to agree with me yeah and to be the one this entire season hating on her and oh everyone God. else being like why she's so sweet and then that didn't have to happen well you mind. definitely like gave me a new perspective because in that first episode when she was like mm. very into his sermon for some reason I was brainwashed I was like oh she is great like I love her and then we talked and, and you were, went oh you were like no and then I saw their one-on-one and the the like preview of her talking about she how she sees like all people of color whatever or like color Which, I want to say I think we've seen that outfit already and we never saw the conversation we never saw the conversation they edited that shit fully out <gasps> her scandal popped up because I it's it was definitely they in edited one of those that already won. you're right because now when I was just telling that to you in my head I was like when did we ever see that I'm pretty sure it was at a group date like two weeks ago and we don't see it because all this racist shit came out about her and they edited it out. I, no, I'm not, I, I need to go look at the outfits to find this out for sure. Yeah. But I kind of think it might've been the week where she got the group date rose and Kit then went and broke up with them. Because he gave her the rose and it felt like, what the fuck? Where? Yeah. Like, you didn't even, what? You didn't, you didn't talk to her. Like, how did this even happen? And I think it was that conversation, oh. and I think they edited it out intentionally because of the controversy. You are right. What a conspiracy. Well, I think that you need to go watch it and figure it out. I mean, it definitely happened, and they didn't air it. That's the one thing I can guarantee. When that day oh. was, not sure, but it happened already. But they, they definitely intentionally kept it out. And for some reason, they decided to preview it before. Well, they, they were previewing it bef- in the first episode exactly. before everything started spiraling. We never saw that preview again. Never again. Nope. Funny. Funny, Funny ABC. Right. And this is the thing with Rachel. You can edit that out, but not Chris Harrison all so much this episode. He was in and out constantly constantly and it was useless it could have been cut oh totally no I I'm wondering too like how much of her personality has been cut out because I just don't feel like I have gotten anything from her no well I think but the thing is I don't think it's necessarily that personality being cut out because I think she's constantly playing a part yeah no I think so too but I also because that what clip like she cut out, that was playing a part. Totally. Totally. 100%. So I think we would have just seen more of the same bullshit we've been seeing. Yeah, you're probably he did right. reference, um, he's seen me in my bad moments and I haven't seen him in bad moments. That's the only thing that I'm like. What bad moment? And I, that Maybe she's just words exactly, but it was something along the red flags line of like. Honestly, she was probably just referring to earlier when she fucking landed on her feet. Probably. She's like, my hair was a mess. It was a bad moment. <laughs> bad side there were leaves in my hair he's always looked good 
God. She's just she's just talking physically, well, but not using the words. She loves to pretend she, <laughs> she's like an ugly girl. Like she's oh one God. of those. She wants to be down to earth. You know, she wants to be known so badly. Down to earth girl. God, let's shut up about her. I can't. Serena P. Canada. Canada Day. <laughs> Canada date. It was the most hometown of hometown dates. Let's be give her that. Um, they ate some shitty looking poutine. They did a little quiz. <laughs> some shitty poutine. It was rough poutine, but he seemed fine. And honestly, I mean, it's never gonna look that great. It's poutine. Exactly. But nemical and poutine. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. Um, then there was like a whole toboggan versus toque um mm-hmm. debate about the hats, which people do call them toboggans. That is a sled, though. Yep. So you're both right, but I still <laughs> the, the origin, the origins of the calling the hat the toboggan is where maybe something went wrong because that yeah. is confusing. It is. It is because it is a sled first and foremost. Oh, definitely. It's like winter birds; they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it's southern, uh, but. Yeah, it was cute. He couldn't name the points on the maple leaf, despite the maple leaves being surrounded. He insisted on closing his eyes and picturing the maple leaf on the Canada flag. Yeah. As she's yelling at him, there are hints in this room, and then he gets it wrong. (laughs) Haha, adorable. (laughs) She has no boner for him. Like, not at all. She, like, and that's where she's, like, trying to play off this, like, humor thing. It's, she's uncomfortable around him. And so she plays off this snarky little humor, which I get, I relate to. No, oh, same here. I do but that all the time. she doesn't like him. No. <laughs> at all. And he, the fact like, that he's not picking up on it at all is so concerning. I don't blame her at all. He's, no. It's like him for not picking up on it. That's what's I, bugging me. Oh yeah, me too. And I feel like she actually, Serena P might actually have like a decent personality. Yeah, I think she's probably really fun. I think she's fun, but like, it's so awkward, the contrast between her and him, that it almost like makes both of them look terrible. Yeah, (laughs) it's just, it doesn't fucking work. I mean, they play a little hockey, it's cute, it's fun, they're laughing a lot, but he does this laugh that's very... <laughs> he always does that. He goes, oh. and that's how you know it's just not real. Like when you have to force the first one out, he does it with every girl, every though. laugh. That's what's the thing. I don't think he's ever thought anything was actually funny. No, and that's why I'm like, which I get. I'm not a natural laugher either. I frequently no, feel no. like I think something's yeah. funny and I need to reassure someone by laughing. Right. So I but get it's, it. But it's a bad fake laugh. But it's the worst of all of them. You know, it's yeah, very. It's very it's very dramatic and I think that's why it stands out and that's yeah. not doing him very well. It's something about the pace of it just really bothers me with the first ha being so ha, ha. there's something about it it's very specifically upsetting and like irking me about the cadence of it all but boils down to the fact that it just doesn't feel real um so we meet her family which is like her sister and her parents I think and she says he ticks all the boxes off on paper like her sister says you you're not spitting with him 
because we meet her family yeah like the sister fully just tells her and basically this whole time felt like Serena was just waiting for that permission someone else to say you're just not that into him because like she says I should like him he ticks the boxes but you're just not that into him Right. And I think she was trying to like figure out what it was because she kept saying there's something there, but I really can't pinpoint what's missing. Right. And of course, we we all need that support from somebody else to just be like, I think actually her family coming was better for her than anything else. Like she really needed like people. She needed the outside perspective, someone else to say, you're not crazy. You just don't like him. Especially from family and not from other girls like yeah. you could tell she was stressed out I don't know if you noticed but like the day that he well I'm getting a little far ahead Wait, but well that's pretty much what happens next yeah because he this date happens and then yeah they have a conversation because he says there's something's off yeah she, she says there's something exhausted. off like inside she's like from inside there's something from inside telling me I was like wow thanks she looked exhausted. I don't know if you noticed that. She was so tired. I, I definitely noticed, which is yeah, why I want to get to it. Because she looked like she was spending the last 24 hours thinking, how am I supposed to break up with him? Or like, <laughs> And then he walked in. Right. Or not just that, but like, should I be forcing myself? Like, why, why don't I like him? You know, questioning herself. Yeah. Like, well, I think that was especially leading up to it. And I feel like, but I feel like after because I what I felt was after she talked to her family she thought I gotta break up with him oh gotcha and then she tried and that's when he was like don't worry you know oh yeah trust me and that's when she's like what does that mean no and then in her talking head she was like I was very surprised how like he kind of just let things go like because what she was doing was trying to fucking break up with him in that moment and he kind of what which I get like she was trying to do it in roundabout ways where she was trying to get it to be mutual and then it just wasn't happening because he's so not perceptive no he's not perceptive at all the fact that he thought Victoria was sweet I mean that's what it boils down to this man has no dar of any sort no not at all and he literally like I don't think he listens. That's the problem. No. Well, yeah. I don't think he's ever yeah. really listening. So even if somebody was trying to break up with him, it would take him. Yes, he he's got to be like intentional when he sits down to like. Because he just hears pieces, bits and pieces. And what he assumes from those bits and pieces is that she needs reassurance. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. I promise you're my top two. I swear. And she's like, no, I don't like you. Yeah. Like, don't I, let me be your top two. Please send me home send me the fuck home and so (laughs) Matt has a little chat with Chris Harrison that could have not been included in the episode and it still would have made sense Matt they could have just been like shown Matt saying I need to talk with Serena to kind of figure out where we stand we left things off weird he had those talking head moments it was not necessary it wasn't but so he goes to Serena P's room in Nemecolon her suite whatever she's clearly not stressed out you know she's surprised she looks genuinely surprised she's got her cute curly hair no makeup kind of look going love that looks exhausted but yeah it matt comes and is like i think we need to you know 
get on the same page and she's like yeah the page is I'm out so literally no she says to be honest I think the truth is is that I just I'm just not that into you you're not my person. You're not no, my person. No, Sorry. You're not my person. You're not my person. <laughs> Sorry. I definitely was um combining cliches of not that yeah, into you. Right, but because right. I said that. No, yeah, you're not my person. You're not my person. And he, I don't think he's ever been dumped before. No. So him watching him soak that in, like just take that moment in, was he was like shocked. He was shocked. And then my favorite part, because this has been kind of his thing, like his way out of difficult conversations when he breaks up with girls is like can I walk you out like I feel like it always happens really quick and for this one he had to say can you walk me out he said that did you not catch that because I was cackling he said can you walk can you walk or it was um either can you walk me out or do you want to walk me out kind of that or should we can you walk but I think it was can you walk me out that's fucking hilarious I love that I thought it was so funny I that was, was so funny. cracking up because it's so mad of him yeah. to say like he's his go-to is can I walk you out and in that situation he was in her bedroom <laughs> and was like can you walk me out then <laughs> I guess can I like I guess for myself I guess that's course. what we do here yeah so funny but yeah, and then so like, going into why, the rose ceremony. Hold on, I just want to like backtrack a second. I don't know why he felt the need to like follow up after she said that she was like he's not her person. He just kept he said afterwards, he's like, Wow, like I'm really surprised because I, you know, I thought we had something going there, and I'm like, oh no, like just stop talking. It just should have been over at you're not my person. Yeah, you just need to like dude like save yourself and just walk out like it's kind of embarrassing (laughs) was embarrassing him with serena p this whole time has been embarrassing that's it feels like embarrassing older guy into a young 22 year old and like who but he's old and not cool right and that's the thing is like i think he likes her sarcastic personality a lot and she's much cooler than him and she's like ew you're boring Yes. She has the ick. Yeah. The ick. She's had that ick for a while. And you can't, there's no coming back from it. They're just, you shouldn't try to shake that. Like, no. And that's the thing. You shouldn't try because trying makes it ickier. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I remember I dated a really boring guy in high school and like I felt that low key the whole time we were together. And then finally, when we broke up, I was just like, why did it take me so long? Like, I was so much cooler than him. God, I mean, the last guy I dated. It's always, like, really attractive guys that have been basing their whole life on their looks and have not had to try very hard because their parents didn't really force them to try because they were just that attractive kid. They never had to develop a personality. Yeah, that's, like, Matt James. Definitely. definitely and she's fun and cool and so he's like wow she's fun and cool and she's like yeah but you're not but you're just not I'm carrying everything here that's what I feel watching here I feel like I really related to Serena P on her dates in like a way that's not good no not a not a for a promising sign for future of the relationships totally her dynamic with Matt James was very relatable 
Oh yeah. Then and I think that's pretty much I've been in all I need to say about it. Totally. The <laughs> sums it up pretty well. Where I've pulled my weight. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to the um, rose ceremony and he, he, we have the dramatic moment of the three girls there going, whispering, going, is she coming? Where's Serena P? Is Serena P here? I don't know. And then Matt James comes, walks in and he makes, oh my God. Oh, never mind. I thought it disconnected from you, but my screen just closed. Oh. Because <laughs> it was converting from earlier. Anyway. Yeah. So he comes in and he says like, you know, Serena P left in the little dramatic way and they go, they look at each other. Wow. And then he says, you know, I'm looking for engagement and makes it about the fact, like makes it seem like she wasn't ready for engagement, which is not what it was. It was that she was not ready. She didn't like you. And also I genuinely don't feel like Matt James should propose to any of these women and I didn't think he was going to honestly you were pretty convinced he was never going but now I'm convinced he was going to propose and then have broken it off by now because what I was getting is I don't feel like he's engaged yeah no I I do think it's possible he gets engaged but I also feel like it's weird that they haven't shown any down on the kind of moments in the previews that look like it I think that's weird too but like I don't know I'm I'm it's still up in the air for me like I think he I think he proposes to Rachel yeah but based on the like weird like PSA that he did the other day about her whole racist shit it just sent felt really disconnected from who she is that I was like I don't know if it's just because he has a hard time not sounding like a politician when he's writing but he was using he used her last name he was all Rachel Kirkconnell and then well in that situation people really have to say last names because the interview in question was conducted by Rachel so it does make more sense I thought about that too but then I'm like I feel like there might be a different way to go about it I don't know what they are spelled differently so in a text post it really shouldn't matter yeah or like you could say Rachel Lindsay but maybe just say Rachel 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 whatever the fuck if you were engaged to her you know it just seems like a little bit weird I'm like, it's very it, it felt like professional yeah but it's also like has he even spoke it felt it gave me like he hasn't spoken to her in a long time vibes mm, interesting because I'm like why would you use I don't know I know he has to be super private obviously but it just is so weird I but think well imagine? I think that post in particular was very much it was the first time he's addressed any of this yeah so it was clearly very curated very like read over by other people and it's like clarity you need to be clear here you yeah. you can't like I feel like you can only read so much into the wording yeah of that but the specific thing said made it very much feel like he fell for Rachel saw this stuff come out and they'd broken up that's what I heard from the entire thing which you can go look it up if you haven't seen matt james on his instagram has finally addressed the uh chris harrison it was it's really a that's the thing is all the things that are being addressed are centered around the interview with chris harrison and rachel Lindsay. yeah and that interview was about rachel kirkconnell right exactly and i feel like it's kind of the way to address the rachel indirectly 
there, yeah. it still feels evasive from the real problem, which is that, but also for spoiler's sake, I get why maybe you can't because you can't be like, yeah, I got engaged to a woman who I found out is extreme, yeah. has an extremely racist past and I, we broke up. Totally. Well, is next week, like the final week, it, is that? That's what, well, next week is going to be women tell all. Oh, okay. So he couldn't really wait. No. Because I was thinking to myself, why? it was too long. It's too long. It's too long. I was thinking there could be. It depends. Sometimes the top three is the final episode, and sometimes they wait till the top two. So I'm not positive if we have two more weeks or three more weeks. But either way, it's kind of it's too long for him to make a statement about about something that's been commented on by literally everyone else. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just think it's so funny. Like I can't imagine being in a position where. I have to write about my partner using their full name, like online. It just no, well, when so- he typed that, I promise they're not together. Yeah, that's why I, I think I've- he's broken up for sure. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether or not that was breaking up an engagement or not, and also when, like, how soon when stuff because stuff has been coming out since episode one. Right. So but when the- did the pre- when did it build up to a point where it was a conversation that led to a breakup? That is the mystery to me. Yeah. I'm convinced he picked her and they have broken up. I wonder but, how many DMs he's probably gotten from people being like, if this is your girlfriend or and like fiance, she's tons. a racist. Like, I'm sure he gets so tons. many. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're buried in a bunch of other things though. So there is that. I just find it so strange. Like if she actually has, like, no, not if she does have this, like, overtly racist recent past and present, why the fuck would you go on a show with a black, black bachelor? Like, why? Just why? Why wouldn't you wait? I why think she was you- scouted for that mm-hmm. season. I feel like there's somewhere, maybe that's fully speculation, but I feel like for some reason I heard that she said she was scouted. Interesting. Because, like, there's no other, like... You could have easily waited. I mean, why didn't you apply for Colton season? Well, she was 21. Oh, yeah. Right. So she was busy in college going to, it was Colton season was 28, filmed in 2018. She was busy at the um, plantation party. At the Annabellum parties. Oh, God. Yeah. It aired in 2019, to be clear, but it was filmed in 2018. I am correct. (gasps) So, yeah. There's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Um, I just can't believe that she might have had, she had a conversation with him that we haven't fully seen in a preview that is so blatantly like ignorant white trash, honestly, the way she's talking about. We deserve to see it, the raw footage. Just We saying. deserve, but how stupid is Matt James for not being like, goodbye? Because the problem- I think he's a dumbass, dude. I think I really guy. fucking think he is. I think so too, because he's also best friends with Tyler Cameron. I just think that it's like shocking to me that you could have a conversation with a white woman and she says things like, I see all color or I see no color or whatever the fuck she said and not just be like, well, we've also Fine. established he's not the best listener. Right, exactly. So maybe he really just wasn't listening and he's he was like, just like staring at her like, tits or something I don't know or She's like, not, like her mouth. Girl, but he seems to like stare at mouths a lot I've that's the that. thing I was gonna say what's he even staring at it's there like he's yeah he's watching their mouth move and then he's all oh uh, exactly we just get close it is. <laughs> I miss the good old days of staring at tits 
Like yeah. it was easier to establish. The mouth thing is creepier. It is creepier. It's like let's close just be to eye contact, but not. Yeah, like let's just be direct here. Like you want to look at my tits? That's fine. Right. Like, whatever. But like, I feel like it's watching bolder. my mouth is weird. It's making me self-conscious of how I'm speaking. Yeah, it makes me um, think about how over overly pronounced I make every sense all the shapes my mouth is making weird things I'm doing with my mouth and suddenly I'm overthinking it you know like I don't want like don't (laughs) just don't just don't and then and then you can tell that's what's happening because all of a sudden he leans for an in for a kiss but it doesn't seem appropriate he's all because he's not listening to what she says he's all thank you for sharing with me I really thank you for sharing Uh, let me put my tongue in your mouth yes with my open eyes okay my partner Hannah like mentioned this when we were watching the last episode together and she was like he's a terrible kisser like every time we watch him kiss a girl it's just gross I agree he's not a good kisser I agree he gives out the roses in this order Michelle Rachel Brie and we see a teaser for the tell-all where he has grown a beard oh god it's so bad that's a breakup beard that's a breakup beard that's a like like not midlife crisis whatever it's called breakup that's a I had my heart broken and no woman can tell me that I can't grow this beard and no one I don't want anyone to even look at me because I'm stressed from the fact that I've been on this show I'm hiding my face (laughs) I'm hiding my face in this gross beard my nasty little beard it looks so bad it's like if he could like the thing is his personality sucks but like at least he was attractive and now it's like oh no Sorry, it's gonna be a nightmare. I'm dreading it, dude. Oh my god. I'm I fucking was... dreading next week's episode where we're just here going, I fucking can't stand them. This is awful. They're so annoying. I do not want to hear MJ. That's the thing. Is Victoria even I'm okay with listening to whatever bullshit yeah, she spews? But trying to hear MJ somehow try to spin whatever the fuck happened because she doesn't have have any accountability about that you know no not at all not that my predictions though this is what I'm excited to dive into because I want to manifest something okay so the last few episodes Michelle little dear old Michelle has gotten the end credit scenes she got this incredible hometown date where she was showed the teachers the this stuff my hope Matt James breaks up with Rachel, wants Michelle back. Oh no, what can we do? Michelle is the bachelorette. Sorry, <gasps> Matt James. I love Sucks that. Sucks to suck. She's our lead. You can't join the season. Okay, what, you, you really want to? You really want her back? Why don't you join late? Oh my God, Holly, you're so right. Why am I not a producer? Because they're not gonna do that. It's not gonna happen. No. But I want it to happen more than anything because she had to come on late to his. I think it's such fucking revenge. Can you imagine the turnaround? He was on Bachelor before. He was the Bachelor, then went on to Bachelorette. Also, the moment of Michelle on her season with living her best life and then knock, knock, who's that at the door? It's Matt fucking James back to try to win you. Says he's willing to join the season a la Nick. That's the TV I'm here for. ABC, do your fucking job. I really, really hope that that happens. 
at the very least I, I think we can get that, half of it <laughs> yeah I really hope at the very least that Michelle is the bachelorette because she deserves 100 I agree but and I not to get too hopeful but I feel like they're trying to plant it with us oh me too I, really I, I see so. what you're seeing too yeah and I think maybe someone gave the re- reality Steve a shitty tip about Katie being bachelorette intentionally Oh, because it was such a specific tip because he said that the bachelorette was Katie and it was announced at the tell-all and even Katie's like that literally didn't happen so it's such a full lie that I feel like it was a false lead intentionally yeah but the thing is reality Steve doesn't vet shit so anyone could have made that shit up pulled that shit out of their ass and like sent it and he would have posted it because he's a fucking idiot fake journalist he's a loser with a blog who thinks he somehow credible when he's not and he needs to go home like if you look at everything he predicted from last season he was wrong so many times and he just tried to flip it like zero fucking credibility yeah or accountability because like when he's called out for that he's like pretends that somehow he wasn't just fully printing false information without vetting it totally yeah no he's so stupid Katie is like a Carly like she's not she's got like a quirky like she's not Caitlin level no because she didn't make it far enough you have to have a connection with the bachelor yeah to be the lead otherwise you end up with Juan Pablo's yeah which they've learned their lesson yikes anyway yeah so next week we have home Mm. (laughs) (laughs) no we don't we have women tell all oh my god anyway anything else no i just wanted to put my my prediction into the universe because i want it to be real me too and yeah so hopefully we'll have michelle as bachelorette and we will see you all next week see ya